Yeah, I don't like it. You don't, don't like, like eggnog? eggnog. No? It's good. No. I don't. I don't like. Uh, <laughs> You're drinking. That's whole, pretty hardcore. Whole though, carton yeah. of eggnog. <laughs> whole, a whole carton of eggnog, man. <laughs> Tis the season, I guess. That's like right? drinking a bottle of syrup. You're fucking crazy. I love this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Super troopers over here. Melvin, is that the only eggnog you drink, or you like other uh, brands? brands? I like other brands too. Yeah. Um, Dean's is a good one. Yeah, I can't find Dean's anywhere. Or no. uh, have, have you gone Harry to Farms? a store? That's probably where they're at. Well, I can only find Southern Comfort eggnog for some reason. Really? Yeah. Does that I have hope. alcohol in it? No, no. alcoholic. I Try Southern some Comfort's like some alcohol, isn't it? Southern yeah, Comfort, they're, they're the alcohol called Southern Comfort too. Yeah. Moose has had eggnog because I think once, like I've had twenty it. years ago, I gave him a hard time about saying he didn't like it. And then I forced him to try it, and he said, "Yep, I still don't like it." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but he tried it twice, I, though. Uh, no, I mean I've tried it twice to say I don't like it. I don't know how many yeah, times I've ever had it. Exactly, you need to do something twice in order to confirm that you don't like something. Yeah, Dark said we're scheduled to have sex again uh, next week. <laughs> we might need to do that eighteen or nineteen more times <laughs> just to make sure. <laughs> <laughs> Classic Dark Side, you know. <laughs> so hey, is that one? What's that movie you watched, Dark Side? Night Night City or something? What was it called? Today? Yeah, the one that the you killer. did three word review. Oh, the killer. Is that one like a scary movie or is it just like a thriller? No, it's uh, shit. It's, I wouldn't even know. Call it like, a thriller. Like, it's... could I watch it in the same room as my daughter, and then she just wouldn't be paying attention, and it'd be fine? Or is it like gonna freak her out? I don't uh, know that some, I'd do that. Yeah, there's some pretty brutal violence in it. Okay, well then I can't watch it with her. I'm and, just wondering, you know, see how see how I can if I have to watch it by myself or if I can watch it, you know, as a background thing. Yeah, Spiral, you gonna watch that just for the soundtrack? Of course, of course. That's a new movie. Yeah, it was a uh, David Fincher came out on Netflix yesterday. The fuck? Who who did the soundtrack? Trent Reznor did. Is he the the lead singer of? Uh, Goo Goo Dolls, or who's he? Nickelback. <laughs> I think Nickelback. it's uh, Charlie's their own or whatever. <laughs> is the killer based on a toilet? I think it's based on a, uh, uh, what's it called? Anime or graphic novel or something like that. Oh, oh right. yeah, it's based on that. Killer 7, Brian. Oh, <laughs> man, God. It'd be an unbelievable movie. <laughs> You're fucked. This random shit. Again. Oh, it'd be unbelievable. <laughs> All right. Three, two, one. Beat of the month. Beat of the month. Gotta have me my beat of the month. Beat of the month. Beat of the month. Gotta have me my beat of the month. The Game Boy, the Xbox, the PlayStation 4. Gotta press pause because your mom's at my door. Beat of the month. Beat of the month. Gotta have me my beat of the month. We game all month, give out points and sorts. Better look out, it's another Switch port. Beat of the month. Beat of the month. Gotta have me my beat of the month. Beat of the month. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Beat of the Month podcast. This is episode 112. I think maybe 113? I think it's 112. And we're taking a look at superheroes. We are doing superhero month here at Beat of the Month. If you are just joining our podcast, what we do is we take a theme, we discuss it, we play games on it. That can be, you know, superheroes like we're doing now, or we did a bunch of spooky stuff like ghosts and iconic movie monsters back in October. 
So if you have any suggestions for an episode, send us an email, beatofthemonthgmail.com. But tonight, it's Superheroes, and I am joined with Spiral. Hello there. Bash. What up? Moose. Yo, yo. Melbro. I'm here. And Darkseid. What's going on? And my name is Brian. So I figure we will jump into trivia to... um kind of just go over, you know, get get some examples thrown out there at games and we can take breaks in between the questions and you guys can talk about the games if you play them. I did want to throw out just a general question, though. Do you guys like superhero stuff in general? Do you like superheroes? Fuck yeah. Yeah. I really enjoy I'm- it, too. I like the movies, uh, the games, comics. I like superhero stuff, but I'm, like, just completely burnt out on MCU pretty much, so... I'm done with those. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd almost agree with Bash. I mean, Even I though- agree, yeah. Yeah, I, I got burnt out a long time ago. I mean, I was never that big into superhero stuff, but... Brian got I mean, burnt out in, like, 1990. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen... A <laughs> I saw Batman movie. Returns, and he's like, I'm fucking done. I'm done. <laughs> Why don't you like superhero stuff, Brian? Like, when you were a kid, you didn't play with Batman toys and Superman, Spider-Man? You weren't into that stuff? I it mean, was all about little- Mario? I guess, yeah. I mean, even like Batman the Animated Series and the Spider-Man cartoon, I didn't watch a lot of that, really. I mean, I did read a little, like the death of Superman, like that arc, like my mom was big into that. So I read all of those comics and stuff. But otherwise, yeah, I was not that big into superhero stuff as a kid. And a lot of people think like, oh, you like video games. You must like all nerdy stuff like comics and superheroes and stuff. But I I don't think that's the case for everybody. And yeah, it's not the case for me. Like, do you want uh, the Turtles? Yeah, I, I like Ninja Turtles, yeah, back in the day. Like, not even in grade school, Brian? Like, when you were, like, in second, third grade? I, I mean, yeah, I, I saw, like, Batman and, like, yeah, Batman Returns and, like, like that kind of stuff. Like, I, but I don't remember, like, I didn't watch, like, the X-Men cartoon or oh, X-Men. Man, it's like X-Men, that yeah. Yeah, that's X-Men. <laughs> the X-Man. Like, <laughs> I didn't one watch man. that that cartoon all that much, really. Brian thinks so, it's just one X Men with a lot of different powers <laughs> and genders. When we were kids, and that X Men show was on, it was like it was meant for adults. They were like dealing with like things like rape and racism and all rape. sorts of crazy shit. What no, it just felt you like it. it. It felt like it compared to like Spider. They didn't rape in there like, though, man. So they did. Type of cartoon. <laughs> they, were, they were dealing with like genocide and rape and some other things like that. You know, pretty extreme stuff. The cartoons did skew for a bit older. Maybe that's I, I remember when I was a kid, like I was probably watching like Tiny Toon Adventures and Animaniacs yeah, yeah. and Batman the Animated Series was like a bit too dark for my taste. Yeah, it was too serious, too dark, and it was you know, those two especially. I think Spider Man was more lighthearted, the cartoon. Yeah, yeah. What did you do with the kid, Brian? I played games, man. So I were on a famous video game podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's so famous. <laughs> Here we Muff. go. You know, Muff can't miss the superhero. What's up, Muff? Here, Muff Bitch. jerking off. It sounds like a can opener. <laughs> Damn, Muff. Muff, why are you coming in so hostile, man? He just said, what's up? <laughs> Called him a bitch. It's all right. I was Muff. speaking what you were thinking. Muff, why you like superheroes, man? Why don't you? We, we already covered that. It's Am I too loud? News. No, you're good. No. You're, good. you're perfect in every way. Don't let anyone tell you any different. Somebody's looking for an ice cream pie tonight. Mm-hmm. 35 minutes away, baby. 
Yeah, M- Muff, we're, we're talking about just Hello. in general, like, do you like superheroes? Do you not like superheroes? I, I believe you're a pretty big fan, so. What do you want to know, Brian? Why do you like superheroes? What do you like about them? Do you like basic bitches? Yes. <laughs> well, that's why we're so different. Who's your favorite superhero? Who's your favorite? You got a favorite? I don't know if I have a, a favorite, honestly. Who would you say is the most erotic superhero? <laughs> Necrotic? <laughs> Necrotic, erotic, whatever. Gambit. Electra. Professor X. <laughs> the wheelchair does it for you. <laughs> <laughs> the bald, bald head, head wheelchair reminds yeah. him of the tip. <laughs> what, what, why, why don't we go around with the uh, the favorite superhero though? You, you guys want to throw that out? You guys yeah. have a favorite superhero? Yeah. Uh, let's say Wolverine. Sure. I don't like that guy. My favorite Wolverine. growing up. But... Wolverine was always cool. He was like too try hard to me. Like I don't know why people were so into him. Like yeah. his powers weren't even that cool. He's just like I don't well, know. the powers are cool. The yeah. powers are cool. Yeah. Meh. Regeneration and claws coming out of yeah. Here. The claws are cool. Yeah. Oh, the regeneration. He had, he had a great backstory. Wolverine does. I've always been a Spider-Man guy. I think he's been my favorite since I was a kid. I like Gambit a lot too. Spider-Man. I think Goku's my favorite. <laughs> Goku's a good one, yeah. Goku's very Goku controversial when you're talking about superheroes, you know? Yeah, see, Darkseid's uh, throwing some jabs, huh? Dragon I Ball honestly Z. don't know what Goku's from. I forgot. Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z. Sorry. God damn it. I, yeah. I was being serious. Superhero. The Holy Assassin bowling shirt. That's <laughs> that real, got him that's... kicked out of uh, <laughs> bar one or whatever that was. That's the real question, though. Does that count as a superhero? Does Goku count? I mean, he might to you. Yeah, for I mean, some he reason, powers. he does not for me. He does not, right? For some reason, yeah, he I don't me, know but, why. But, but why but... do the Ninja Turtles count if Goku doesn't count? I mean, I don't, I don't know that I would count the Ninja Turtles. I mean, I think personally. Most, most people A lot would. of people do. Yeah, I think I do. Because they, they fight crime. Goku doesn't really fight crime. He's just kind of... He's got bigger shit to worry about. The world is <laughs> impending doom. Man. Wait a minute. So fighting crime isn't the only prerequisite, though. Like, you look it's at some of those other... a big one, though. I mean, it's a big one for, for small-time <laughs> yeah. superheroes, but the, the, there's there's superheroes that deal with, like, galactic-level shit and not, like, you know, petty crime. Yeah, but in essence, they're all fighting crime. And what does Goku fight? Sort, whether it's just the crime. level of crime. I mean, you I, know, like I think... Daredevil's, like, fighting street brawls and... You know, the Guardians of the Galaxy are fighting, you know, fucking big shit. Galactic crime, you know? Yeah. Mm, I don't know. I'll, I'll I'll let this go just because I don't want to hold it up too long. I mean, when I think of superhero, for some reason, I think of just, like, the traditional, like, cape. That's it. That's the They need a cape to be a superhero. <laughs> <They need a, laughs> so Guardians of the Galaxy are out. So pic- yeah. Piccolo. <laughs> Piccolo is your favorite Yeah, superhero. Piccolo is a superhero. <laughs> Goku is not. <laughs> So I wear a cape, I just wear it backwards. What's that say? You wear an apron? <laughs> Cooking all that deer meat? <laughs> Muffs the superhero is just slaughtering deer. <laughs> slaughtering deer, eating booty, you know. Mm-hmm. Smooth stuff. A day's work. <laughs> all right, why don't we get into superhero trivia? Who's your favorite, um, Brian? I didn't hear you. I mean, I don't really have one. I, I like... So yeah, here's a better question. Wolverine is cool. Like, why don't you have one? 
Well, I, I mean, like we talked about this, but I, I just never really got into superheroes that much to where I put much thought into like what my favorite one was. So you like video games, which is like people, beings with different abilities, abnormal from ourselves. But a superhero is just like, nah. Correct. Yeah, that's correct. I mean, I like I video like- games because I like playing video games. Like some superhero video games are fun. But I feel like you're a Darkwing Duck kind of guy, Brian. Yeah, Darkwing Duck is cool. Yeah, I mean, Darkwing I didn't dress Duck up is- for him that's as a total Halloween. Yeah. Shout out La- to Kurt. Lot Lizard yeah. did. Lot Lizard, man. <laughs> I still got a picture of him in Darkwing Duck, me in a dog costume, drinking some Mad Dog. (laughs) And that Mad Dog will fuck you up, man. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, let's get into some superhero game trivia. Number one, what superhero game on the N64 is widely known as being one of the worst video games ever made? Superman Superman 64. 64. That is correct. Any of you guys play this? Oh, yeah, I played that. Yep. Never I got past it. the fucking flying through the rings bullshit. It Melvin, you bought it. I bought that game. Yeah. How much did you pay for that? I don't know, man. I might have got it for like Christmas or some shit. Man. It was bad, though. And I was stuck with it, you know? I think it got like a four out of 40 in EGM, something like that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I think that Christmas I got Superman and Castlevania 64. And those are like my two gifts. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Both of those games were shit. <laughs> <laughs> Melvin's pissed that Christmas. Just throwing <laughs> shit around. What were you thinking? I mean, that game, infamously, all I ever see about that game is like flying through rings. Like, there's got to be more to it than that, right? Like, you got to be fighting oh, guys or something. Yeah, you fight, yeah, but it's there is. bad. Yeah. All right. Next one. What Genesis superhero game came in a red cartridge? Maximum Carnage. Mm. That is correct. Spider-Man nice. Maximum Carnage. Oh, I thought that was only on uh, NES. SNES, I mean. I think it came red on SNES, too. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, I knew that it was on the Genesis in a red cartridge. But yeah, you're probably right. Probably also was on Super Nintendo. Yeah, I had it on Super Nintendo. Nintendo. What, what did you guys uh, think of that game? That was a good game. Yeah, it was good. Graphics look kind of shitty at it? first, but like it plays good. It's, a it's like a side-scrolling. Up. Yeah, it's a beat-em-up like Streets yeah. of Rage. Oh, I like that. I got to play that game. Pretty good. Which wasn't Separation Anxiety, the one that came out after that, but it's like way shittier for some reason. Yeah, I rented it once. It's Yeah, it's not very good. It has two players simultaneous, though, which Maximum Carnage didn't have for some reason. Oh, it didn't. Yeah, now that I think about it, whenever we played it at your place, yeah, we never played at the same time. All right, next one. What unique game mechanic were you forced to do to beat X-Men on the Sega Genesis? Hit the reset button. That is correct. So, uh, Bash, you want to explain what that was and why you had to do it? Yeah, when you get to the end of, like, the like the whole game's, like, trapped. You're, like, trapped in the Danger Room's, like, hologram simulation thing. And you get to, like, the second to the last level. And, like, Professor X shows up on, like, screens in the background. And there's, like, a timer going down. And he's like, hurry, reset the computer. Now's the time. Reset the computer. You actually have to push the reset button on the system. And it does something with the RAM and the system and shit, and it actually that sends it to the next level. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. Some Metal Gear Solid shit. Yeah, yeah I'm not it, sure how they really did it, is. but yeah. And it's like, I mean, you couldn't play. Figure that out. Uh, I didn't, but because I had it when I grown up. But yeah, like as a kid, how are you supposed to know that? <laughs> that's crazy. You couldn't even be, beat yeah. it on emulators for a long time because, like. 
they couldn't figure out how to make that work on emulators. Like, mm. Wow. I mean, that must have been like some game pro or EGM shit where you're looking up yeah. cheat codes and stuff to figure that out. You guys play the I, Bash? I know you did, but uh, yeah. Any thoughts on those those Genesis X Men games? They're pretty popular. Probably like the second one better, but first which, one's all right too. Which one was on Super Nintendo as well? Was that like Mutant Apocalypse or something like that? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. I played that one. What does that play like? It was a beat 'em up, like like the one Spider Man game you guys were mentioning. Because the uh, the Genesis ones were not. They were more like exploratory games, right, Bash? They weren't like, they were like straight platformers, beat-em-up. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, they the might have been all played a Galloping Ghost. But... What's that? Well, the, the one at Galloping Ghost was just a uh, just your standard side-scrolling beat 'em up, and I think it was just called X Men. I don't think that it had like any subtitle to it that I remember. Yeah, what are those big robot guys? The Sentinels? Is that what they are? Sentinels. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's you were fighting those a lot of the times. Which game. brings me to the next question. Name four of the playable X-Men characters in the six-player arcade machine. Nightcrawler. Not Magneto. Storm. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry. Cyclops. Cyclops is correct. Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler is correct. Storm. Magneto. Storm is correct. Magneto no, is not correct. No Magneto, dude. Fuck my life. <laughs> um, Did Wolverine. somebody say Wolverine or no? Beast. Wait, wait. Well, yeah, Wolverine. Correct. Beast. Not Beast. Not Beast. And Colossus. Yeah. Um, Colossus is correct. So you guys got five of them. You've got one left, and I'd Psylocke. be shocked if you got it. Psylocke. No. Rogue. Is it Jubilee or somebody? No. No. I know this one. I, I, had one. I grew up next to one, so. Jubilee. Dazzler? That is Dazzler. Oh, Who is Dazzler? Really? I don't remember. You don't know Dazzler? No, oh, I don't. Check. They're amazing. No, I'm not talking about Sizzlers, the restaurant. This is a character in the X-Men. Yeah, man, get yourself a steak. <laughs> That's a pretty sweet arcade machine, though. That six-player, it's got like two monitors. I mean, it's massive. All right, next one. Name four playable Marvel characters in Marvel vs. Capcom 1. Wolverine. Uh, Cyclops. Wolverine, correct. Cyclops, incorrect. Magneto. <laughs> incorrect. God damn. <laughs> Spider-Man. I'm going to get that right one of these days. Spider-Man is correct. Storm? No. Captain Was Iron America. Man in it? Captain America is correct. Iron Man is not. Hulk? Hulk. Yeah, you guys got four. Can you name any more? Is Iron Man, Venom? No Iron Man, but yes, Venom. All right, War Machine, fuck. Yes, yeah. War, War Machine. Machine. Oh, yeah. War Machine. Yeah. Yeah. I think you guys are missing one. Shit. What franchise? I own this A- one too. X Men. Oh shit! Oh Gambit. Is it like that's correct? Gambit. You guys got lame. them all. Melvin loves Gambit. I do. Gambit's pretty cool, actually. I I, I will say I do like. But Gambit. that's cool, but he's a little too sexual for a kid's cartoon. <laughs> <you know? laughs> he's the one that kept raping everybody on the cartoon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's the one that <laughs> kept raping. Yeah, what Melvin if he loves Gambit. Have what if he doesn't have a deck of cards? Is he just fucked, or what happens? I think he can do that power to anything. Because he, like, mm. empowers it or whatever, then throws it. Like, Gambit is way cooler than Wolverine, so why is then Gambit, like, the main star? Because Wolverine will whip his ass, man. <laughs> They're about equal levels of cool, I would say. I don't know. Gambit is more, like, 
almost like stereotypical cool where he's like a pool hustler or something. <laughs> you know, Wolverine's like a badass cool. But that's stereotypical too. Like, oh, yeah, but cool I'm stereotypical at everything. You know? <laughs> All right, next one. What was the name of the DC fighting game made by the developer of Mortal Kombat? Injustice? Injustice. That is correct. Can you give me the full title of the first game? Is it Gods Among Us? That is correct. Yeah, Injustice Gods Among <laughs> Us. Any of you guys play this game? Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yeah, I played it. It felt like Mortal Kombat. Didn't it have Mortal Kombat characters in it, too? Yeah. Uh, there was another one uh, before that. Uh, a crossover or something? Yeah. Yeah, I think it was Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe was something like oh, that. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Injustice was pretty cool. I mean, the single player was wasn't it like Superman's gone crazy and you got to like fight yeah. him or something like that? It's like alternate universe Superman. That's <laughs> pretty cool. It was cool. All right, next one. What two superheroes had a game on the Atari Twenty Six Hundred? Spider Man. Correct. Superman. That's correct. Yes, yeah, Spider Man and Superman. I, I think those were the only two from what I found. Why didn't uh, Darkseid guess Magneto on that? I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for Magneto to have his own game. That would be awesome. He's one of my favorites. Any of you guys play Spider-Man or Superman on the Atari 2600? Yes. I played Spider-Man a lot. That was pretty fun. I played Superman. What do you think of that, Ma? Lois Lane had a fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it looked hot as hell with the <laughs> yeah, 40 by 40 resolution. One pixel. You know, very very one, edgy. Just a cube. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Got a few more. What superhero was exclusive to the Xbox version of Soul Calibur 2? Oh, um Fuck, was it Spawn? Spawn. No, it was, it was actually Magneto for that one. No, yeah, yes, yeah. Right. It was Spawn. <laughs> yeah. It's a really random choice for a console exclusive. I thought so yeah. as well. Um, I guess, I, I don't know, Xbox didn't have a, a character of their own that would fit the mold for that fighting game, I guess. So is that the one where they had uh, Link in, in it for Nintendo? Yeah, and then Heihachi. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Spawn. Spawn's kind of lame too, right? Overall. People seem to like him, but <laughs> yeah, I never cared for him. I don't. I, I don't cool. think I've ever seen the movie, or maybe I've only seen it once. Gotta yeah, watch cool it twice, cape. right, Dark Side? Huh? I said I gotta watch it twice, right? Before That's I right. say I don't like it. That's right, twice forever. Isn't that Billy Zane? You're thinking of Zoolander? No, that was John Leguizamo. It's Michael J. White. Quick um, intermission question: Who's the lamest superhero? In my Robin. opinion, I would say the Punisher. No, why? Wow. Why? <laughs> it's a hot take right there. Fuck yeah. that guy. Yeah, that is that is nuts. <laughs> no reason, just fuck that guy. He's, fuck he's that like guy. he's he's like as badass as like Batman without the money, basically. Mm-hmm. You like the Punisher Moth? I think he's yeah. cool. There's a lot of lamer superheroes. Yeah, a lot of lamer. Lamer. Name one. <laughs> Name one. Name one. Robin, for instance, he sucks. <laughs> yeah, good point. Spider Man. <laughs> I'll give you Robin. Just Robin. <laughs> <laughs> this was uh, pretty early when I had met Smoo, but I remember when Soul Calibur 2 came out and Smoo was like, I'm going to buy all three versions. And I was like, holy shit, this guy's crazy. Because <laughs> I thought that was pretty wild to buy yeah. all three versions of a brand new $50 game. He did. Just it? to get each character. I believe he did. I believe he, he did. Yeah. When you're sleeping on piles of. 
phone books that you stole to save some money. You can do shit like that. <laughs> I actually was dumb enough to do that as well. Holy oh, shit. shit. When you sucking dicks out the back <laughs> of my right. trunk, you can do shit like that. <laughs> I still have all three copies, too. Sealed? <laughs> yep. And I also have all the semen from my dick sucking days. <laughs> do those games hold their value or no? Probably not. I have no idea. I just I, I don't believe that they do, but I don't know for sure. Although now that I should probably buy the PS2 and Xbox ones if they're cheap, just because it might be nice to have. All right, two more. What system did not get a Batman game? The R Zone, the Game.com, the Wii U, the Virtual Boy. Virtual Hopefully Boy. Hopefully Wii U. The Virtual Boy did not get a Batman game. The Wii U did get a Batman game. It was a port of Arkham City, I believe, that launched with it. Oh, was it a port? Uh, I believe so. But it had that sweet dual screen capability to it that was probably just <laughs> fucking amazing. That's sweet. That was probably, you You didn't play it is what it sounds like. Uh, no, I did not. I didn't even buy it. No. What no, you looking I at? Not have it. Hmm? There's nothing over there. What you looking at? I was looking to see if I owned Batman on the Wii U and I do not. All how right, many, last one. Uh, how many Wii U games were there? Do you know off the top of your head? I, if I had to guess, I would say there was probably about 400 Wii U games. Correction. There were 206 Wii U games released physically on disc. Holy How shit. How many do you have? Probably like eight thirty. Oh, shit. I thought you would have had more than that. No, I mean, it was a short... The Wii U was out for a short time. There's a few Wii U games that I still would like to buy if I could find them cheap enough. Because, um, like... Paper Mario Color Splash will probably never come out to anything else, but I mean, otherwise, I think I pretty much got the Wii U library that I need at this point. Just by owning a Switch. I mean, that, that gets you pretty <laughs> damn far. That gets you pretty far. Alright, last one. What superhero never had their own video game? The Flash, Green Lantern, Silver Samurai, Blade. Silver Samurai. That is correct. That is correct. He never had his own game. What do you guys think of Blade? People seem to like Blade. It's pretty cool. He's cool on Midnight Suns. No, I was saying, yeah, I like Wesley Snipes. Yeah. I like the idea the... of Wesley Snipes. You guys play the Blade PlayStation game? No. I didn't even know it existed. I can yeah, neither did I. Now. <laughs> Beyblade on PlayStation. I like the Blade movies, the first two at least. And I watched that fucking television series that got canceled after one season on Spike TV, motherfuckers. Spike TV. Is that channel around still? That's <laughs> got to be know. gone, right? <laughs> the Game Awards is the only thing that lingers on from Spike TV's <laughs> legacy. All right, why don't we get into discussion of superhero games that we played this month. I think, uh, you know, the big one, we might as well just kind of cover this, Spider-Man 2. So I know a, a few of us have played it, some probably a lot more than me. But Darkside, Melvin, you, you two are the big, uh, the big Sony guys here. Do you want, to, uh, you want to talk about your experience with Spider-Man 2 so far? 
Yeah. Did you no. play it at all yet, bro? I played it for about an hour. What did you think of that opening? How far did you get? Like through the opening intro? That opening was pretty. Fight? That was pretty much it. Yeah, and then they they did some like drone thing they sent out and did a couple crime fights and and that was about it. I have not been able to like explore freely. Up were you to this were point. you impressed or or meh? I I mean it was it was cool looking like fighting. So yeah, to, for people that haven't played it, I mean it's it's super early on, but you Sandman Spoiler. is like you know, gigantic and you're fighting him and there's sand all over the city and stuff like that. I mean, it was a pretty cool fight, but it did feel like it was all quick time events. Like I had little control over what was going on. I mean, there was some, but yeah, I, I imagine the game will open up a bit more and they won't hold my hand quite as bit with all the boss fights after that, or they won't be quite as scripted. But I mean, it was similar to, to God of War, where I think the first encounter there, it was very heavily choreographed to where... Sometimes a boss fight can be fun where it's just like, just fight the boss. You're not getting interrupted with cutscenes every like 30 seconds. I always appreciate when games open in a big way. Um, I like that opening in Spider-Man and God of War. I like when they do that. It kind of, you know, it's not a bunch of tutorials. It just kind of open and you're in a big battle. I enjoy when games do that. That is true. It yeah. was exciting. It, it did kick off in an exciting way for sure. Yeah, it, it, I, I like it too, just because, you know, like you said, it's not, it is a tutorial, but it's not presented as a tutorial. Right. It's presented as this big bombastic thing. Uh, the first game did it with the, uh, was it Kingpin, right? Or yeah. Rhino? Or that Miles yeah. Morales? I forget. Uh, Rhino was Miles Morales. The second, okay. the first game was Kingpin. But yeah, in this one, Sandman, it's, you know, it pretty much the similar type thing, but on a much larger scale and sandier. But overall, I think um, yeah, I'm probably about <laughs> I'm probably about um ten hours into the game right now. Overall, I think it's amazing. It's a lot of what they did in the first Spider-Man 2018, but they really expanded on a lot of different areas. So in this game, you get to play with Spider-Man and Miles Morales. You know, kind of when things open up, you know, you get to switch freely between both characters. You're in the open world, swinging around, um, beating up bad guys, doing missions. And I think the story, from what I see so far, is going in a really cool direction. Where Peter has his own separate story that's interesting. Um, and then Miles Morales has his own separate story where he's, like, he's in Harlem doing shit to save the community and help the community. Um, from a mechanics perspective, I think the combat is really fun. They have a lot of new gadgets and abilities that you can use. Um, there are some that are specific to Miles, some that are specific to Peter. So there seems like there's a lot to unlock. There's a lot to explore. Um, and the one thing that really stood out to me about this game is the the new flight suit. That thing is fun as hell, man. Like when I was playing, like for me, Spider-Man 2018 was the best game of all time in terms of traversal. No game was fun, as fun exploring the open world compared to Spider-Man 2018. And they took that shit and leveled it up like, 10 more notches dude when you're flying around with the wings in that open world man that shit is fucking incredible it's so fucking fun man i don't even have to like do missions i just swing around and shit all day i can just spend like two hours just swinging so here's the problem melvin is correct 100 melvin's correct but he's saying it so it's like hype train choo choo yeah. <laughs> that shit is fun i mean the wingsuit was okay when i got it dude wait wait till you just like man it's fun man it's really fun, Brian. <laughs> like I, you know, like he was saying, like swinging around in the first game was hella fun, and it's still fun in this game. But I find myself using the wingsuit every opportunity I can. 
I love it. I guess my, like, and this is probably not a great comparison, but, like, if you're looking at Zelda and you're comparing it to the Parasail and things like that, and, like, with Zelda, when you're exploring an open world, you're going into, like, the unknown, and you're, like, finding things. Do you ever do that in Spider-Man? Like, are you doing that in this game? Because when I play the other Spider-Mans, I'm pretty much going after icons that are on the map. I'm never just exploring freely to see what I can find. Yes. So that is that was a big problem with the first game where it's all icons, you know, like an Assassin's Creed game. And there are still icons in this one, but there are also other things that uh, are not showing up on the map that you just run across. Um, they switched it up. So for people that had that complaint, and I feel like they um they keep it fresh by not not so in the first game you had to like get all these different backpacks and that was kind of a mundane activity, but in this game they kind of switch it up to where you have to collect different collectibles, but they don't overdo it right. So they'll have like a certain collectible where you have to like take pictures, but they don't make you do that throughout the whole game, or they don't like you know do it so much that it gets kind of boring, right? They kind of have so many different types of things you have to collect. Um, and so many different type of side missions that I think it kind of keeps it fresh. It's a great yep. fucking game, man. I'm having a lot of fun with it. I'm uh, really enjoying the story, um, the, or I should say the multi-story, because like you said, there's the Miles story, there's the Peter story, and then they intersect, and then there's the story with Harry, and then there's the story with fucking Yuri and Martin Lee, and, you know, oh, spoiler, sorry. Um, and there's the shit going on with Mary Jane, you know, and it's... It's all interesting to me. I'm finding it all very interesting, and I care about the characters, which is a big thing for me. So I'm having a great time. Yeah, they tie the story really in nicely because, like, you you revisit a lot of stuff from the first game and from the Miles Morales game, and they tie nicely into this story as well. So where you're like seeing those characters from the first game, and like, oh shit, he's back. But then they tie it in with the new characters and shit. Um, and the story is going in a real good direction, man. It makes you like, it makes you feel something, you know. One last time, a game make you feel something, Muff. <laughs> it's been about a week. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. I just like it when we pass it to Muff and see what happens. <laughs> the, the brief amount I I played, I do like the dialogue a lot. Like it reminded me of Uncharted, where Uncharted had like very light, campy dialogue that made things interesting. Like you're fighting Sandman, and then. Spider-Man's like, hey, why don't you relax and do some yoga? And then he gets punched, and then he's like, oh, he must have been more of a Pilates guy. And like, I laughed out loud. Like, <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. So like, it's it is it is entertaining in that way. Yeah, I have a nice humor. You like uh, Peter Parter? P- P- Peter, Peter, <laughs> you like Peter? Peter Powder? Is that what you said? I'm thinking about VR later. I I was just thinking I could probably just stop at you like Peter for Brian, but. Spider- I like Spider-Man as, as a character in general, I would say. Brian, what you know about Magnums? What, what do you want to know, man? I want to know what you know. They're the, the ice cream bar you find at the grocery store, right? They're like dark chocolate. Pretty good. Yeah. How much it costs you? Those? Oh, man. Probably a three-pack for about six bucks these days. It's tough out there, man. I don't know why, but I grabbed a box tonight. I had $3 off coupon, and I thought about you. Thanks. <laughs> Melvin's the resident ice cream guy, right? But he thought about you, man. <laughs> That's Muff's cool. not talking ice cream. <laughs> talking cream. I thought you were talking <laughs> condoms. No, I, I knew that's what Muff was alluding to. That's why I decided to. No, I was talking about ice direction. cream bars. I legit, I don't know why I thought about you. It was right next to the Jack's Pizza. 
I think that what did it, but Jack's pizza is good. That sounds like a good combo. Like have a Jack's pizza and then have a Magnum. I had Connie's pizza. Uh, I've got kind of erotic Connie's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought of it's always sunny when uh Danny DeVito was talking about his water hundreds and his uh <laughs> yeah. mag- <laughs> Magnum condoms for his Magnum dog. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Mantis toboggan yeah. or whatever. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like superhero. One other thing that I like about Spider-Man too is like when you're going around in the open world, you could run into the other Spider-Man. So if I'm swinging around as Peter, I could run into Miles in the open world. I always think that's cool when that happens. Yeah, and he'll like he'll be fight bad guys and shit. Yeah. Does your Spidey senses go off when you come close to him? I don't know. Does the dark thought? It kind of does. Like uh, they'll start talking to each other, or he'll uh, you'll you'll get it'll you'll. I think the controller tingles a little bit. The Peter tingle. Hey, hey, there you go, Brian. So, what did you think of? Go ahead, go ahead, Brian. With, with the control, that, that's good uh, that you bring that up. With the controller, what um, what special things do they do? Because weren't the reviews saying like this game does so much stuff with the with the PS5 controller? What what does it do? Because right now, I mean, it made the the shoulder buttons a little like harder to push. A little, it seemed like it did it less than the first Spider Man though, like the PS5 version of Spider Man. That was like a lot harder to push the button so i turned that shit off but this is not even that noticeable did you turn it off in this one no i left it on because it didn't seem as noticeable so it didn't bother me the sound but, like dude, what else like, does... um insomniac they're the masters of like you know integrating sound and like that um what are they called the uh the motion vibration shit that you feel in the haptics. controller haptics yeah yeah haptics, they're good yeah. at that man so like if you ever like get a cutscene with some rain and shit like that, you'll feel the raindrops, shit like that. I don't know if they do that in this game, but I know in Ratchet and Clank they did that a lot. So I'm assuming they probably do it here too. But yeah, like the I mean, sound out of the controller is really, really cool too. Yeah, the sound out of the controller. Um, there's a lot going on, you know, with the the haptics. You know, every time you swing in or floating through the air or getting hit or shot at or whatever, you feel a little bit here and there depending on where it's happening. Wasn't there like a huge controversy? huge in quotes controversy about how they made uh mary jane uglier in this one yeah and people are just fucking they're outraged about it like (laughs) yeah they fucked her up man (laughs) no man she she looks fine i was saying this before Uh, we said this in chat it it, she doesn't look at really any different it's how how many years are supposed to have passed since the first game just like a year or two right yeah it's her hairstyle like that hairstyle in the game is not like complimentary to her fucking head. <laughs> what are you a hairdresser Yeah. I clearly have the best hair. Besides Moose, he has the best hair. I still have curls. No. Editor's note. The comment Darkseid made saying, I still have the curls, is a reference to when he cut off a lock of Moose's hair and put it in his pocket. Um <laughs> But uh, in the first game her hair was always pulled back like in a ponytail or some shit. So it was like you could just see her face and that was it. And now they have it, I don't know, down on the side, and it makes her head look huge. Honestly, even in some cussings, I think Peter looks kind of fucked up, too. I think they um, <laughs> something with the, with those like character models isn't working for me. Another win for Sony. <laughs> so, That's the uh, only thing that they messed up, I feel like. Are there two versions of Mary Jane? One for Miles, one for Peter, or they just train her? No, Miles got him a different bitch. Does he really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't Does remember she have a name? the Miles Morales game. Oh, and I forgot her name. It doesn't matter. 
Melvin Wilson. Craven. 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 Oh, I like him, man. I like he's uh he's cool as hell. Yeah, he's cool as hell. So like the way that we yeah, we, I, we've I, been uh, Craven and Venom, all that's just cool, man. Yeah, I haven't gotten too far into the game with the Venom aspect of it, but Craven, I've, I've grown to really like. Um, yeah, he's not so much been a forefront villain; he's more been in the background. But uh, when they bring him up front, it, he's been pretty cool. Yeah, he's vicious, man. I didn't realize I didn't I didn't really know much about him as a villain before this game. But he he's fucking yeah. vicious. Yeah, I mean, is he still like uh, like a big game hunter kind of guy? Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. He says some. He's got some, you know, he got scary bullshit lines where he's like, "They're they're no no good men, only good prey," you know, like cliche shit like that. But it's still pretty cool. Game of the fucking year. You don't really think that, right? Uh, I don't think it will win, but in terms of games that I've had most fun with, probably between this and Street Fighter. <laughs> Damn, picking two. I haven't played any. Man. I haven't played any Baldur's Gates or Tear. So he didn't play Tears at all. I mean, I played like thirty minutes through the shit to the side. Man. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> that's that's, that's the song. He'll try something that someone else hypes, but he'll try it for like a minute. <laughs> shit! Even I put eight hours into that game. <laughs> Do you think for sure it'll get nominated with the uh, the Game Awards? Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Outside of um, Baldur's Gate and Tears, I think it's a pretty strong number three. Is this episode going to air after uh, the nominees are already out? Yeah. Yeah, it will. Yeah. So let's predict right now what's getting nominated and see if we're right. All right. Baldur's Gate 3, everybody probably agrees with that, right? Yes. For sure, Baldur's Gate. For sure, Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> yeah. For sure, Spider-Man. You think for sure, Spider-Man? For sure. You sure about that? You sure about that? That's why? You sure, sure about that? I'm a hundred. You sure about that? We need that here. You sure about that? I'll edit that. If, if Spider Man doesn't doesn't get in the nominations, I'm gonna drink some bleach. Holy shit! <laughs> what brand? That COVID generic, <laughs> What like great value bleach or like Clorox? Southern Comfort. <laughs> what about Alan uh, Wake Two? I mean, I don't I think, think Alan played Wake, it, but that yeah. got hyped. Like Alan Wake Two, the the reviews shot up, right? Like it went up. Yeah, it's in the like I think either low nineties. It's in plus recent recency bias. It's gonna get nominated also. You think Final so? Fantasy sixteen is that just like automatically in? I think I Final think Fantasy so. sixteen is not gonna be in it. I do. That's a wild card because it's you know Final Fantasy, but it's a very different Final Fantasy. So and then Mario wondered around them out. Oh yeah, Mario Wonder for sure, for sure Mario Wonder. Did Spider-Man 2 get a golden joystick nomination for Game of the Year? Yes. Yes, it did. I think so. I'd have to look it up. But yes. Did we land at six games then with all that? You writing this down? No. <laughs> yeah, what was it? it was Baldur's so, yeah, Gate. Six. Uh, <laughs> Tears of the Zelda, Kingdom. Spider-Man, Spider-Man Mario, Mario. Final <laughs> Fantasy. Alan Wake. And Alan Wake. Alan Wake. But well, I mean, there's also uh, what's it called? You said Street Fighter Six. Yeah, that's not Diablo. That's not gonna make it. Oh, Diablo Four was that this year too? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. it won't make it though. What about that one indie game that everyone loved? Sea of Stars. Yeah, I can't imagine that would. 
But you would but think I mean, some indie game would get like just thrown in there for the hell of it, right? I mean, there's going like, to be a bunch of fodder, right? It's really between Zelda and Baldur's Gate. Is there usually yeah, like I mean, a dark horse that gets in game of the year? Alan Wake, probably. The dark horse this year. Well, I feel like it's been hyped. Like, what's like a under the radar type of game that might make it? Um, Shadow Survivor. Too. Oh, it's yeah, all a popularity contest. They ain't putting obscure. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. Resident Evil Four remake, Metroid Prime. Yeah, that Dead won the, Space. Jo- the Golden mm, Joystick. Yeah, um, that won a award. I can't remember which one, but. Yeah, Resident Evil 4. I forgot about that best, one, too. Best Jesus. rehash, I think. Was, yeah, uh, you, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine if a remake wins Game of the Year? That's yeah, there's no way. I, I think this year when there's so many big games, I can't imagine them even giving a slot to a remake. I mean, maybe they would, but... Maybe I mean, that's such a, like, like that a lazy... I mean, I'm not saying the effort that they did to like make the remake the game was lazy, like, but to give them a, an award that high is kind of lazy. Did they... Uh... Do that for Resident Evil 2 when that came out, the remake? I bet it might have. That was very... But I, I think a bit of, like, because they did 2 and that was, like, a big deal. But then they did 3 and now they did 4. I don't know. I, I would think, at least for me, my enthusiasm... I didn't even pick up 4. Like, And I love the original 4, but my enthusiasm to play all these remakes is, you know, it's not yeah, as the, novel The Switch anymore. killed that enthusiasm, right? <laughs> <laughs> Switch was always HD remaster, though. Yeah. <laughs> they wouldn't even do a remake. That's what the Switch 2 will be called. It'll be Switch HD remaster. <laughs> what they, about your They put new in front flush. of it because they always have to put new in front of everything. That, that's a good point. Right. Uh, Muff, uh, with Hi-Fi Rush, I mean, that... I was thinking that, too, yeah. Hi-Fi Rush could get tossed in there, but it's not winning, you know? No, no, definitely not. But It's not even going to make it, I don't think, but it's good. The problem is everything in the first half of the year is going to be forgotten for the most part. Yeah, it's been a packed second half. All right. um, Are we done with the, the Spider Man 2 discussion then? Yeah, I think yeah. That, that horse has been beaten pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about it some more next podcast. Okay. Um, let's see. Why don't, why don't we just go around? We can talk about any uh, any superhero games we played or just any other general games that you guys have been playing. Spiral, you want to you wanna run down anything you've been playing lately? Yeah, first of all, I'm a big superhero guy. Um, I've been in comics into comics since I was like in in grade school so i love comic books but the fun the funny thing is i haven't played that many video games based on comics um for whatever reason i never got into batman arkham games or any of the 8-bit or 16-bit uh superhero games i'm just not sure why they just don't really translate for me but as far as games i played i tried uh, spider-man 2018 for a bit uh that was on sale thank you dark side for making me aware of that I picked that up and I just knew right off the bat that I'd not fi- I would not finish it in time for his podcast because there's so much to do as far as side missions and exploring the world. Like I did one mission and there's like the backpacks Mel Bro was talking about. I was looking for that stuff. I was going into the lab and doing those puzzles. I'm like, there's no fucking way I'm gonna get this done. So I um, I pivoted from that and I played Batman: um, The Enemy Within, the Telltale uh, game, which was uh, just ten hours. So I got that done pretty quick. 
And this is the second Telltale game I played. I know Darkside, you're a fan of the Telltale series. Mm-hmm. I am too. It's it's they're fun games. They're not they're not you know super complicated. They're very simple. It's like point and click. It's uh, uh, almost like a visual novel. It's dialogue trees and things like that. But the characters are really good, and I feel like this one was a, a bit of an upgrade over the previous game, uh, the first Batman Telltale game, which I played a few years ago as well. Um, it was fun. It, it had cool characters, and the universe universe itself is pretty neat. What I like about comic books is that there's like different alternate universes, and there's like different universes or different mediums. Like there's a comic book universe, there's an animated universe, there's a video game universe, there's a book universe, whatever. Um, in this universe, uh, Batman in the first Telltale game, this will be kind of spoilerish, but you find out that uh, your dad is actually um, a villain, which is surprising to me because none of the other takes of Batman I've seen have had uh, his dad as being a villain, but he, he gets killed for being a villain um, in this in the Telltale series. And in the second game, it has a nice group of characters. It's almost like Spider-Man. I haven't played Spider-Man, but like you guys talk about all these different characters. In this Batman uh, Telltale game, you got the Riddler, you got Harley Quinn, you got Bane, you have Catwoman, yeah, there's a bunch of different characters. No shitty ass Robin. It's just Batman. <laughs> and what's interesting about this game, I just learned this by doing research. But in this game, you meet um, this guy. Uh, you meet Joe uh, in in uh, at Arkham Asylum. You get committed to Arkham Asylum at the end of the first game, and you meet uh, this guy Joe, who's obviously the Joker. Um, in in while you're in Arkham, and then later in the game, you guys become friends. And the whole, like, a lot of the game, the theme is, are you friends with the Joker or not? Because he's developing into, like, this evil character. And it's based on the decisions you make. So um, when I was playing the game, I made the decisions. And at some point, I decided I couldn't trust this guy. Probably just because I knew he'd become the Joker. And he became evil and became the main protagonist at the end. Where I guess in this game, you can actually, with decisions you make, uh, the Joker does not become evil which is such a weird take. Like I've never seen a, a, a game or comic or movie where the Joker was not a bad guy. So I kind of want to go back and play it again. I'll probably never will, but I thought that was interesting when I was doing the research on it. But yeah, it was a fun game, telltale game. Like you have all these different dialogue trees. You get to see between the chapters uh, what the what the players have chosen. You see the percentages. So you see if you've made 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 the choices that are with the majority of the players or if you've gone against the grain so that's interesting to see a couple of times i I went against the grain i'm not sure why but that's fun so it was a fun game 10 hours long uh so yeah it was fun uh besides that that were those were only two superhero games i played played a lot of neon white i know we'll be talking about that in a future podcast but uh, that game is interesting and right now I'm playing more of Final Fantasy VII Remake. This is going to be my final time with the game. I've already beaten it a few times. I'm now <laughs> playing it on hard mode to get that platinum. So That game's too long to play multiple times, man. Yeah. That's it a is a long game, game, but... I mean, I played all the RPGs a bunch of times, like The Witcher and Mass Effect <laughs> and things like that. So I'm, I'm kind of used to it. But I'm, what I like about it is like, I'm taking my time this time. Like... Sometimes in these RPGs, I kind of rush through and I don't really understand the story. But this final time, I'm taking my time. And it's like, okay, I'm getting... And plus, you're not, I'm not doing the side missions, right? So I'm just going right through it. So sometimes the side missions, at least in the RPGs I've, I've played, 
get me so off track that I don't even remember like the main quest, like what, what the main story is. Like I just can't remember what the fuck I'm doing. But now I'm just kind of bull rushing it, uh, just the main quest. So I'm kind of understanding more of the story and how it's going. So, um, and plus hard is not that hard because I got this one weapon that makes it a lot easier where you have a, a full limit break when you start a battle. So uh, yeah, I'm going through that. I'll play a DLC and then I'll be done with Final Fantasy VII Remake. But that's a really, really fun game. Nice. When I played through it, I still don't understand the story, man. It was so confusing to me. <laughs> so what's interesting to me about this game is that there's a game called Crisis Core that is a prequel to Final Fantasy VII, which is only on a PlayStation portable system, and then it was just remade. So to get the full story, you have to play that Crisis Core game, which I've started but haven't finished. So I had to Google a couple of things because there's a lot of weird flashbacks in this game, right? Like there's some mm-hmm. flashbacks that don't make any fucking sense. And I don't know if I still get it myself because there's a couple of flashbacks to the original Final Fantasy VII on the PlayStation. Um, like scenes, I mean, up, upgraded graphically, but scenes right out of that game. And it's like, is this like a remake? Is this like an alternate universe type of game? Like what's, what's happening here? And like Sephiroth like makes some, some weird comments like to the events of Final Fantasy VII. So there are some things that are still very complicated and are kind of hard to understand, but... Um, the main game is making more sense to me as I go through it. It's a great game. I really love that combat system, how you can kind of swap through like real-time action and like the menu system. That was so unique the way that they did that. I love that too. And you can like, you can slow down the game to make, um, yeah. use a spell or something. Yeah. And the graphics are so good, man. Like this is like the prettiest game I've ever played. Like just the way the, the graphics are great and the way the cutscenes integrate into actual gameplay is so cool the camel work is so cool this game is awesome i love it uh i don't know if you can answer this but should if i wanted to play that should i play uh, crisis core first i you know i wouldn't just because the game's so good and i've heard crisis core the remake isn't that good so i don't so i don't want to spoil it but there's some things that happen in this in the ending of this game which i was like what the fuck so I had to Google it, and some of these things happen in Crisis Core. But to me, I'd say you should play remake, Google what you don't understand, and maybe play Crisis Core. That's what I do. Right. Google. Just bust out your PSP, Dark Side man. You know you want to, right? <laughs> the problem with playing Crisis Core first, like you might never get around to it because you don't actually want to play it. You know. That's all I had, Brian. All right, Bash. You want to talk about any superhero or any other games you've been playing lately? Uh, is RoboCop a superhero? Yeah, sure. Well, I played uh, RoboCop Rogue City. <laughs> is that the new one? Yeah, it's the new one. I've been looking forward to it for a couple of years now, I think. I finally picked it up. Uh, kind of plays like a semi-open world game. It's kind of like a Deus Ex, if you played any of those games. Or like a Prey from or, 2019. Or like a Cyberpunk. Yeah, kind of. It's kind of structured like those but it's a little more simplified like the skill trees and stuff aren't as complicated it's kind of like a not quite open world you kind of got a your hub world like just at the police station then you go to like a big area it'll be like a like a neighborhood somewhere in detroit and you'll go around like solving crimes there's like one like big long mystery that's like the main plot of the game you might think to yourself like how fun would a game be with like a character like RoboCop that moves really slowly? And in the game, he 
does move really fucking slowly. That's the worst part of the game. Like it doesn't ruin it, but there's sometimes you can basically move at a slow walk and a fast walk is your sprint basically. But, uh, kind of, there's like enough to do on along the way usually. So long treks usually aren't too much of a chore, but, uh, and it is kind of a janky game. It isn't quite a triple a title, but, uh, I'm a fan of RoboCop, so I'm I'm liking it. If you aren't already, if if you don't already like RoboCop, like it might be a pass. But uh, the gunplay is pretty fun. You have a giant life bar, of course, but uh, got like and you can carry like three uh, health packs to use whenever you need, and uh, you get kind of like a skill tree. You unlock uh, like extra armor. You can like get a temporary like defense buff. And uh has kind of like on his like just like regular auto nine pistol, the little machine pistol he has, it has kind of an upgrade system where uh you keep using the same gun, but you get like different boards you can put into it that make it like you can like turn that gun into a machine gun or you can make it more like armor piercing build for it. You put like another board that's like kind of like more balanced, but you don't have to reload. It's kind of stuff like that. Uh is it violent? Yes. Yeah, I've been hearing good things about that game. I heard you can go to like the top floor of a tall building and throw guys out the window that shoot him in the dick. <laughs> shit like that. Is that true? Yeah, I haven't gotten to the throw guys out of the window part, but uh You can shoot guys in the dick? Oh yeah. There's actually <laughs> for your gun, there's like a specific power up that makes like your main gun like m- like produce more gore when you kill people with it. It doesn't have any other effect. <laughs> it just makes more blood fly out of people. Yeah, I saw a video where a guy, uh, or RoboCop, picked up a guy by his throat, threw him in the air, and then just started shooting him with his gun, and it was just <laughs> raining blood. It's kind of a power trip while you're playing it, because, like, like regular people, like, stand no chance against you. Like, if you're sprinting and you bump into them, they'll, like, slam into a wall. If you grab someone and throw them, it's just an instant kill. If you punch someone in the face, like, their head <laughs> practically explodes. It's pretty awesome, but... Yeah, it's like a real good fun game to play once it goes on sale. How much is it now? Uh, it's like sixty now. Sixty. They say I've been waiting for it, so I got it fairly nice. new. But yeah, I'll buy it once I get it for like twenty five or something. Seems yeah. like fun. It's like it ain't perfect, any... but it's I'm I'm digging it. I'm probably gonna finish it. But have you gotten into any of the side quests? Yeah, I've done. They aren't really like they aren't that involved. It'll just be like a little like uh, this guy's dealing drugs. Go find him and probably shoot him whatever they're not too complicated but so i i heard uh, that there's a side quest at the police station i don't know if this is a spoiler or not it's just a side quest but uh, there's like somebody's birthday so you have to go around with a birthday card and get people to sign it it's like a get well card and you're playing oh, as robocop well yeah it's pretty it's pretty funny <laughs> but <laughs> they actually got peter weller and uh nancy allen from the original movie to come back and do voices for uh RoboCop awesome. and uh, Lewis. When I heard but about the- that side quest, I was like, maybe I should buy this game right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty fucking goofy, but yeah. <laughs> and uh, another problem is like the other, like aside from those two characters, the other rec- like returning characters from the movies, they didn't even try to like impersonate their voices. So it like stands out, but not that big of a deal. They got the, they like replicated, they got the rights to use their faces, but they didn't bother getting the voices right. Are you, you can only fight the bad guys or can you just go around shooting civilians if you want? Uh, no, you can't. It won't let you pull your gun out until you're like in a gunfight with like bad guys. Oh, all so. right. All right. Yeah. 
you can like write people tickets and shit if you happen to see like someone parked in front of a fire hydrant. <laughs> really? Yeah, it'll give you a little bit of experience. But... It sounds that a, pretty funny. There was a Robocop movie that came out, the remake, right like four or five years ago. Was that good? I I never saw it. Dark side might have. But... I did see it. It was a mistake. Oh, really? <laughs> it wasn't very good, yeah. Who played Robocop in that? Uh, it's that guy that you may recognize, but you don't know his name. Cause that's, yeah, that's... Uh, that's how I know him. <laughs> I think he was Chris... in Suicide Squad also. Chris Pratt? <laughs> no, everyone knows Chris Pratt after Mario, man. <laughs> yeah. Mario put him on the map. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Taylor yeah. Swift put football on the map. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of janky, but I'm enjoying it. So, And, uh... Also, I'm on and off back into Breath of the Wild. It keeps getting better. Tears of the Kingdom, right? Tears of the Kingdom, that's right. Oh, I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> Did you finish up? The, I think last time you talked, uh, you were doing the third, the Water Temple. Did you finish that one up? Yeah, I thought I was in the Water Temple, but I was in like the lead, like the second lead up to the water temple it's complicated but like yeah yeah. some of the lead ups to those temples i mean i only did two of them but they were quite lengthy uh yeah 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 Yeah, it took me like three hours to like actually get to the temple and then like the actual temple was like all that so but yeah still fun that's about all i got all right uh i'll talk about some games that i've been playing um so i did want to play a superhero game i didn't get that much into spider-man 2 but i decided to pick up uh i like the the nintendo super nintendo genesis like the old superhero games and there was one that i had that i hadn't played um i've owned it forever but booger man a pick and flick adventure so this was an original superhero i i believe made for uh just for the game um so it's a platformer you attack enemies by you can imagine you flick boogers at them and then you can also fart on the enemies and like literally the word <laughs> fart comes out of your butt in a green <laughs> gas cloud. And like when you bend down, his butt gets like really big, like it's inflating with gas. And then his mouth is just like grotesquely like extended. It's pretty funny. Um, and then you can like burp on enemies and like, yes, yeah, this green gla- gas cloud comes out of your mouth. Um, and then like you get a milk power up and then you're... Um, <laughs> Your boogers turn into loogies, and then you like hot like hock loogies and spit it, and it's more of like a direct shot rather than like a lobbing shot. Yeah, Overall, this? yeah, muff, yeah, muff is missing out on on this stuff. Overall, though, that's where the game kind of it doesn't have much else going for it. Like it is a basic ass platformer. There's just not a lot going on. It's it's pretty dull to play. Like all the levels are pretty much the same. There's like almost no interesting mechanics like the most interesting thing you do is you find a rock in a couple places and then you just have to push it across the screen to like an air gust so that it won't push you back and you can like jump over it otherwise it's just pretty monotonous but and there's a power up too where you eat a hot pepper and then it makes your farts like flaming and if you jump in mid-air then your fart is like a jet booster, like fire coming out of your ass and you fly through the air. It was like really fun. I found two of those in the entire game. Like they really, they should have had a couple levels like where all you're doing is flying around with like the fart fire coming out of your ass. 
Um, Will that uh, beat the Spider-Man fly suit? Whatever. It's <laughs> That's what it should have been. Yeah, <laughs> Boogerman cameo flying around. Um, yeah, I mean, most of the environments, it's just like gross stuff. Like it looks like you're inside of a nostril at one point where there's just like hair and mucus and shit like that. They all kind of look the same, though, except for the last level, which is like you're in some guy's mansion. Like I forgot what his name was, Mucus Meister or something like that. Yeah, the bosses were kind of fun. Like the first boss is this like this hillbilly guy called Hick Boy. And he's just like, oh, he'll, 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 and, like shooting his own boogers at you and things like that. Um, yeah, it, it was, it was, it was easy, which is why I finished it too. Like as long as a game is easy, I will probably finish it. And, uh, it gave you a password after every level, after every boss. So like you could die at the boss over and over again, and then you just restarted, like there was no set lives. So it was, it was pretty user friendly. There were some games, especially for that era where like, oh, you died three times, like go back to the beginning of the game. There's no way I would have given this game that much of a chance with that. <laughs> um, they tried to do a Kickstarter, I don't know, maybe this was like five years ago, to bring this game back, and it failed terribly. Like, it, they wanted like $400,000, and it got like a tenth of that or something. Wow. And uh, I, I can see why. Like, other than the gross-out aesthetic, this game has like almost nothing going for it. So, yeah, I, I can't imagine that there's this fan base just clamoring for more Boogerman. But I mean, it was it was entertaining enough for to spend an evening playing it. Who made this game? It was a uh, Interplay, which I forget what other games they did. Bash, do you know? Didn't they do Rise of the Robots? Maybe I don't know. I never yeah. played that one. It's like worst fighting game ever made, apparently. <laughs> so there's yeah. another one. I mean, Interplay made quite a bit of games, but I, I couldn't name one other game that they've made off the top of my head. Melbourne, you asked something about the Kickstarter? Yeah, I'm just going to, like, if a Kickstarter doesn't meet the goal, what happens? Do they just keep the money and keep the 40 grand and run no, off with it? No, they, they do not. I know that some other crowdsourcing or crowdfunding platforms, they get to keep whatever scraps got thrown at them, but not with Kickstarter. <laughs> you either get your entire goal or you get nothing. So uh, they didn't get the money and they said something like, yeah, we're still going to look into it. They It's canceled. They're not doing shit. And so. then they send everyone their money back? Oh, everybody automatically. Your your money does not get deducted, I don't think, until it reaches its full funding and the oh. campaign closes. So nobody lost money on this. Where you hear of Kickstarter horror stories is where they meet their goal and then they still don't produce the product. And then you're out of luck. Like Kickstarter will not refund you. Sometimes those companies, if they want to save face, will refund you. But sometimes they don't. Sometimes just your money is gone. So it is a risk when you do Kickstarter stuff. Have you done many Kickstarters for games? Not lately. I mean, Bash and I both did Bloodstained Ritual of the Night, and that turned out really well. Like, they delivered a really great game. Um, I did Shenmue 3 for way too much money, and that was oh. okay at best. <laughs> but those were really the last ones I did. I, I just kind of stopped going to Kickstarter. Gotcha. But I never got burned. I mean, everything... that Like, I did Shovel Knight, which that turned out really well, too. So... I mean, I don't regret most of the thing. Shenmue 3 is probably the biggest regret because limited run games had a really nice Shenmue 3 package for like half the, the amount that I paid, which I oh, wish man. I would have just bought theirs instead. Yeah. But I was excited when Shenmue 3 came out. I wanted to support it. I don't regret doing that. 
Um, the other game I played, I know a few other people are playing it here too. Not a superhero game, but uh, Super Mario Wonder. So I talked about this briefly, I think maybe two podcasts ago, but I finished that up 100%. Moose, I know you finished it up 100%. Melbro, I know you're in the middle of it. Um, what are your guys' thoughts on the game? I think Mario's back, dude. Yeah, Mario's back, man. I feel like this is... uh. Those other like 2D Mario games didn't really have that like that Mario charm, that Nintendo charm to it. This one does. It feels like Nintendo really put their stamp on this game. It has that level of charm. It's like it's just delightful, really. It's just like you smile when you play it. I thought it was cool that the like enemies have like facial animations and stuff. That yeah. was pretty funny. I don't know if any of the other Mario games did that. Not to that level. Um, yeah. yeah, the animations are really funny. Like, they'll interact with each other. They interact if something's about to hit them. They interact with you. They get mad at you and things yeah. like that. Like, yeah, yeah. it's very... Uh, the animations in general, like, when you go through a pipe, like, sometimes he'll lose his hat and he'll, like, reach out and grab it. Like, yeah. it's, it's yeah. really well done. With yeah. the, I heard that they um, they put, like, joints on all the characters so they can, like, move them around and make them do type different type of um, expression like, and like stuff like that. Like articulation or something? Yeah. Yeah, if I feel like the game is just so so alive, you know, like you guys are mentioning, like the enemies and the facial expressions, the colors, you know, just like those little plants talking. It just feels different than any of those other two D Mario games that we've seen in a while. I feel like they finally took the right steps forward to. The the one thing I I don't it's, it's not that I don't like it, but I'm kind of a little shocked is there's like of the great Mario two D games, you always have like some kind of flying or gliding ability, and there's nothing in this game. I thought that was mm-hmm. kind of strange. Like, there's no cape or, you know, the raccoon suit or whatever, you know? Don't spoil any of the suits for me. I haven't gotten to No, it's just those any. two. I, I won't go through all the power-ups. I'm just saying there's no flying ability. Uh, so what power-ups have you seen, Mel, bro? I, I mean, I don't think that's too big of a spoiler. No, it's really not. But, I mean, he probably... I mean, I, I, I won't talk... I, I, I respect that. So I won't, I won't talk about any suits that you have not seen. But you must have seen the elephant suit. Yeah, right? I've seen the elephant. That, the that's fire suit. Have you seen any other ones? <laughs> you must have seen. I think those are the only two I've seen so far. Because I'm only on the second world. The elephant and the fire. Suit. Oh, okay. Okay. So yeah, I'm not going to spoil only, anything. There's only one more, I think, right? There's there's two more, I think. Two more? If he's only seen the elephant and the fire. Hey, both of them are forgettable, so it's all right. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> That's what I was going to say is that, to me, like, it, it's a little sad that, like, to me, yeah. the fire suit's probably the funnest one. Yeah, and that's the oldest that's been there since the beginning. I mean, that's maybe it, maybe it's, it's because it is classic. But the elephant suit is pretty cool, but it doesn't quite add enough. Yeah, for me, I'd agree with that because you need those like water fountains to make use of it. Yeah, and that's like okay, but that's not that interesting. No. Like splashing water on dehydrated plants, and yeah. then otherwise, the nose, like it's a cool attack. But something with like if you could fly with the ears, like flap the ears a little bit, yeah, like Dumbo or something, or that would have yeah something a little <laughs> yeah, something. Yeah, hmm. that's what I th- I feel like that's what was missing, something like that. But I think those badges kind of like replace some of that stuff, right? To give you like different types of abilities and unique little yeah, things. Yeah, I do. mean that to, is true. Degree that is true. Yeah, I mean, like the first badge you get, I think, is what the parachute hat. Yeah, yeah, that one I used a lot. Oh, let's... what are your thoughts on the game, Brian? Um, I, you know, I, I went back and forth when I first played that first hour. 
I was like, man, this game is just fucking amazing. Like, I, <laughs> leading up to it, people were like, this is the best 2D Mario since Mario World. And then in the first <laughs> hour, I was like, damn, this is the best 2D Mario game since Mario World. <laughs> and then after, like, to me, the second level with, and this is a, a bit of a spoiler. but I don't I, care. I, Go ahead. Go for it. Okay, okay. There's, there's a level where the piranha plants all start singing to you. And I thought it was like really cute. I thought it was really fun. And but to me, that's like one of the best levels in the entire game. So I was like, after that first hour, I was like, man, this game is incredible. And then it kind of never met that for quite a while, in my opinion. And that's where I I started to to get a little more lukewarm on it than I had been for the first hour. There were other bits sprinkled throughout the way where i was like oh this is a really cool level or i really enjoyed this that did keep my enthusiasm up but um yeah it was hard to to sustain throughout the entire time i mean the whole mechanic of like find the wonder seed and then what's it gonna do like after that piranha plant level i was like you know in anticipation like oh man what is the next one gonna do and that kind of died down where i was like okay this is you know maybe it'll be fun maybe it'll be like okay um, I mean, overall, I thought it was a great game, but Melvin, I liked the other, like New Soup Mario Brothers U that you hated. I like mm-hmm. that one quite a bit. So I think that's why, to me, like the divide isn't there quite as much between Mario Wonder and some of the, the new Super Mario Brothers games like Wii and U. Gotcha. I don't feel like those games did anything special. It was just like more Mario. I feel like this one at least had like some gimmick to it that made it fun. Um, it does. I I mean, I guess like New Super Mario Brothers U, I mean, it brought back the map system, which at the time was was novel because they, they hadn't done any interesting maps in so long and like secret levels and things like that. Um the flying squirrel suit I thought was very fun in that game. Um and it was a launch title for the Wii U, so that just inherently had me excited to play it like because gotcha. it was a launch game so th- that's probably all the factors that kind of made me like that i mean Mar- i i don't want to sound like i'm talking ill of mario wonder i think it's an excellent game but probably like if i was saying it was like a 10 out of 10 game at that first hour i mean i'd bring it down to like a 9.5 at this point if not a 9 out of 10 i guess i didn't really like for that second level it didn't really hit me as hard as it hit you i guess with the singing piranha plants. So you thought the game pretty much kept up its momentum yeah, throughout? Yeah, I thought it was then, like, yeah? yeah, pretty even keel throughout the whole game. Like, there was no, like, single memorable levels that I was like, that was awesome. But they were all good, you know, like, yeah. at the same level, I thought. There was never a level I played where I was like, ah, that wasn't very much fun at all. Like, I never yeah, had that all, experience. They, they were all became, like, really cool at some point, I felt yeah. like. And it wasn't always just the Wonder Seed, but I feel like that that wackiness it just sometimes it would just be like not what you would expect sometimes i'd get it and i'd be like i hope this doesn't you know i hope it's not hard whatever is gonna come next you know because you don't know what it's gonna be yeah so um, i also uh, like that there's a bit of <clears throat> exploring that you have to do in the studio game it's almost like a mario 64 in a way where it's like you have to explore to find the three purple coins and the two wonder seas and make sure you get the flagpole at the top I, like, I feel like in the older games, there wasn't like a reason to like go out of my way to explore. It was just about let me get to the end of the level and move on to the next one. But I feel like in this one, you have to like look around to find the secrets and they like encourage that. That's what yeah, I also like about to, it. To get the very last level, you have to get every one of those purple coins and every one of the 
the top of the flagpole. Yeah, you got to do everything. And like that very last level in the game, which is really hard. Yeah. If you want to if you want to get the final badge, you have to get the top of the flagpole. And I just beat it last night and I beat it with Mario and I'm not going to get into why it's difficult at the flagpole, but it it's is fucking hard. And I missed it. And I was like, damn it, I got to play this level all over again. <laughs> yeah. So I played as Yoshi because he does a flutter jump and it makes him easier to get the flagpole and i still messed it up two more times on my fourth time beating that level which is very difficult i yeah. finally got the flagpole that, and i was level, like thank god that level is really tough and it's not like it's not like tough like oh th- these couple jumps are tough it's because it's like punishing if you fall or whatever you, like the checkpoints are pretty far apart I'm going to beat this shit on my first try. <laughs> <laughs> I Melvin, when you're going to play it, please let me yeah, uh Yeah, let, let us know. Cuz I th- we can join. We could join him and Oh, and we watch can him, join, right? yeah. Yeah, I, I don't would know if love we can watch. Can watch. we just watch or do we have to join? No, I, didn't, I think we'd have to join. Like I think we'd have to be like <laughs> Brian playing. just calls up and talks shit the whole time. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's uh, you'll it's, never do this. It's not impossible, but you end up like memorizing how to play each section. Because, oh, like, for you'll sure. Do it so many times, especially the first few of each. After each checkpoint, you'll like have to redo the first like two or three like levels, and then you keep dying on like the fourth level of that section. Yeah. So then, like, you get really good and like almost like badass good at the first few. But, yeah, I, I don't know. I would it, say it was it wasn't that hard after trying like fifty times, but like it took me like fifty tries. There's a couple that are really hard. I think there's like four or five sections where gun to my head, I could probably beat it like first try just because yeah. you did it so yeah. many damn times. And, but the very first time you did it, it was like you didn't know what you're getting. Oh, into, yeah. Really. It might take so 10, 10, 15 yeah. tries to get it. But yeah, yeah eventually it, it is a lot of memorization and you don't know what's coming next. I wish oh, the whole yeah. game was like this. It sounds fun to me. <laughs> I mean, it's... <laughs> I like that kind of stuff. It's okay in moderation. I don't know if, if the whole game was like that. There's no way I'd stick with it. No, no. Not yeah, me, if, the, anyway. if the whole game was like this, no, I would not. <laughs> I would not. Brian, you would. You would not give up on a Mario game. I, I, I would play. I mean, I, yeah, I've played like the uh, the Lost Levels, the, you know, the, the true Super Mario Brothers 2. That's pretty damn punishing. And I've played through that, but I wouldn't say that I liked it or that it was that <laughs> enjoyable. I prefer the first Super Mario Brothers way more than the second one. I'm talking about lost what? levels, not not the yeah. actual Super Mario Brothers. Not what happened to Muff? Mechanic. He went to sleep. Yeah, he's laying down. Anyway, uh, Moose, Melvin, you have any other thoughts on uh, Super Mario Brothers Wonder? No. Fun so far. I like it. I'm looking forward to it. You're never going to play that dark side. I bought it. I'm gonna, I, it's <laughs> you buy all of the Nintendo games. You never play <laughs> he them. Does, yeah. <laughs> I, it's uh, that and Spider-Man 2 I plan on beating before the end of the year. Oh, and Neon White, of course. Yeah, those are my three, too. <laughs> Before the end of the year, 2024 or what? Yeah, 2024, <laughs> yes. All right, Moose, you got anything else you want to talk about? Superhero or not superhero Yeah, related? so I... I tried Gotham Knights on on Game Pass, and it's not. I thought it was a live service game. Yeah, Robin (laughs) sucks. I thought it was a live service game before I played it because I was like, I'll just try it and 
rip on it, whatever. But it's it's actually not a live service game. It's just a four player co-op optional, but it's a single player game. Um, I played it for like a couple hours. I didn't really get too far, but it's not as good as like the Arkham games. And I don't, I don't think it's the same. It's not the same company that made it. Um, so I, I guess it's not really the same style, but I feel like they kind of have a missed opportunity. The combat just didn't. It was just like button mashing. It wasn't like at least in Arkham, like you could time your counters and stuff. You know, the classic, you know, hit Y, you know, to to counter like and you could fight like five enemies at once. I felt like this was just a lot more hit the same button a bunch of times and maybe dodge here and there or something. It just wasn't as good. It just I don't know. I'm probably not going to play it again, to be honest. So that was that game. I'm finished Mario Wonder. Uh, Neon White finished that one. Um, I'm pretty far into Death Stranding. I'll probably beat that next and then uh, move on to, you know, top tier games like Mad Max, you know, and uh, (laughs) see where I go from there. You know, is Death Stranding fun? Death Stranding. uh, I was talking to Brian about that today. So it's not. Not that it's necessarily fun. It's just like almost something you got to go through. <laughs> you know what I it's mean? It's a like, chore game. It's a chore game, but like <laughs> it's in, something in, you got to go through. <laughs> it's a chore game, but it's like, a rite actually, of passage. I actually like it. Like the story's good, and it's weird, and there's a shitload of like celebrity cameos. And I was talking to Brian. Conan O'Brien's in it, <laughs> which uh, shocked me. Is he I really? could not believe. Yeah, he's in it. He's got a small. Like I don't know if it's part of the director's cut or not, but he's in it. And uh, same with like Jeff Keighley, he's in there, and some other like wow. Guillermo del Toro is like one of the main characters. Like he's like a, a named character that you know has a lot of dialogue, and it's just uh, it's just an interesting game. I mean, if you like Metal Gear Solid, like the not just the gameplay but like the style where it's just kind of weird, then you'll probably like it. The gameplay is kind of boring. There's some combat, but it's more about like traversal and not. People call it a walking sim, but it's like a traversal simulator because, like, the landscape will fuck you up. Like, you'll, you'll like, carry, like, comically large packages and, like, trip, and then it'll just, like, f- spread out all over the place. Everything's all over the place. You have to, like, re- recollect <laughs> it and attach it back to your body and then, like, walk real slow. And you get, like, motorbikes and you can get a truck eventually, but, like, they can't get over everything. And it's just pretty cool. I don't know. Did I you play this cool. bash? Bash played it, but I don't think he beat it. I played into it a little bit, but then like work really fucked me over, and I was working like seventy hours a week for like six months, like right after I bought it, and I never went back to it. You could so. like you could honestly, I was telling Brian too, like it's a game that like you should you should always like keep going, like even if you take a long break, it's not hard to get back into it. Like you might be a little lost like plot wise, but like it's not that hard to get back into it. Because I took a long break and then I came back, and I I don't know. I think after you get past like the second or third episode, the game really like progresses a lot more. So like, I know it's kind of cliche to say this, but like after like 10 hours, the game opens up more, you know, it's like a 40 hour game, but it's like, you know, people, Oh yeah, just put 10 hours in a game and then it'll, uh, it'll really, uh, you know, open up. But yeah, it's kind of true with this one. Cause the first like 10 hours kind of, it, it can turn a lot of people off. But, I do want to uh, play it. It's, yeah, I think it's been everybody, my backlog forever. And... I think everybody here should yeah, play. My... That's my that's my take. It's like Someone... one of the best like first hour of gameplay is like the 
Like, I still don't know what the fuck was going on yeah. necessarily, but like that first hour is just like mind blowing. The plot is pretty freaking cool. Like, it's a cool yeah. plot. It's weird. I'm not going to say it's not weird. It's fucking weird, but it's like, yeah. it's a cool plot. Is it, uh, how's it compared to Neon White's plot? Uh, Neon White, I think after the first like 20 minutes, I just fast forwarded through all, all the dialogue. Um, so I don't know what the hell happened in that game. Is, oh, is Norman man. Reedus a huge simp in this game? Because that, <laughs> that might get me to play it then. He kind of is, actually. <laughs> he kind of is. But not nearly as aggressive as the other guy. Yeah, that simp otaku hentai <laughs> themes. That's yeah. what uh, gets me interested in these games. <laughs> Doki Doki Literature Club type. Uh, type oh, stuff. what a great game. <laughs> <laughs> One more quick question for you, Melissa, since we never talked about it. Is Starfield fun? Starfield? Yeah. So here's the thing with Starfield. It is probably game of the year, 2023. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Why didn't we nominate um, that? That's going to be in the top six for sure. It, it might be. But the thing is, I'm the only one that, that played it and everybody else just likes to rip on it. So it's, uh, <laughs> that's probably why we didn't mention it. Um, but the, the the thing with Starfield, gameplay wise, I feel like it's not going to be like, oh, my gosh, this is the best game ever. Like when you play it, it's it's pretty straightforward gameplay wise. The stories are are pretty cool. The characters are cool. It's just a cool game, but it's not like I wouldn't say it's like amazing. Like if you don't like Bethesda games, it's not going to turn you into a Bethesda fanboy. But if you like Bethesda, you're going to like this game. It seems like there's a lot to do in there, like maintaining there's, the ship. There's a shitload to do. There's a lot of detail. Steel like, trees and yeah, and there's a lot of like uh, interaction with the world and like you know characters have a shitload of dialogue. It's like it's an RPG like at its core basically like it's not it, the shooting's actually pretty good i mean it's probably the best shooting bethesda's done um that i can think of most did you play the uh cyberpunk dlc i did not play the dlc i want to but i i'm not gonna buy it not for like 40 bucks or whatever the hell it is 40 bucks that's 20 steep. bucks maybe i don't we, know I'm we not bought the game it. for 10 right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah man yeah. you gotta have to <laughs> give me a steel book with that dlc I bought, man bought the game bought the game for 10 sold it for 30 i'm not i'm not buying it again though <laughs> yeah i'm in for the dlc at 10 i'm in for for the dlc with the game at 10 just like witcher 3 was you got witcher 3 with the D, with the complete edition for 10 bucks yeah and I think Spiral yeah. did too. Yep, I did. Digital on Switch? or physical? Digital. Digital. Oh, okay. digital. Okay. okay. Yeah. Starfield's game of the year, baby. <laughs> you got anything else, Moose? No, that's it. Melbro, you got anything? Uh, you've been playing other than Spider Man and Super Mario Wonder? I did dabble in um, South Park Fractured But Whole. <laughs> so I, I play like three hours of it it's it's a cool game for some reason i fell off just you know spider-man and mario wonder came out but um my, it, it seems like a fun game superhero theme um typical south park comedy um don't play it around your kids but I, i'm definitely gonna get back into it because it, it has some good jokes in there i was laughing you play the first game stick of truth i've never played that one. Oh, no. really? Is that, is that the same um kind of real time yeah it's the same like games? rpg Oh uh, no! It's uh, it's more like Paper Mario. Wait, so the other one's not the same gameplay? No, it's like turn-based. Uh, like turn-based. It's like Final Fantasy stuff. Kind the of second one is. Yeah. yeah the what? First wait, one. What's the second one play like then? 
It's kind of like, like a, a like Shining Force. It's like a grid. Oh, it's I like didn't know that. Ten grid or whatever. I didn't know that, yeah. either. Didn't know that either. I assumed it, it was the same battle, like combat is, mechanics. Is the, the second one. one a different different developer? I don't think so. It was Obsidian, wasn't it? Yeah, I thought the first one was. I don't know if the second one was. You might want to go back and play the first one first before you beat this one. Oh, do I? They're like, um, it's like ten bucks if you can find it. So it's like not callbacks or, or something. Or is there like callbacks and stuff in there? Yeah, like it's gonna completely spoil, probably spoil a lot of the first game if you oh, beat the second one first. Okay. So. All right, I'll do that. It's fun and it's like I say, it's probably like ten bucks somewhere. So, all right. Yeah, I played the first one. I never played the second one. Yeah, same. I want to though. I mean, I like South. I think I was so hung up on. I fell off watching the show, so I was worried I wouldn't get all the jokes. And I think, Bash, you've told me multiple times that, like, I'd still enjoy the game, even if I didn't watch every episode of those yeah, seasons. I'd say You gotta see, too. like, one episode. I think you gotta see the one where they get the Whole Foods. Like, that one episode <laughs> kind of explains, like, all the changes between games. Like, so. <laughs> yeah. Man, if you jumped into that, Moose, I could see jumping into that, too. Or, yeah, Melbro, if you're playing it, yeah, because I, I do want to play it. I forgot how much I enjoyed that first game. We sh- we should yeah. do a theme of the month just South Park games. That wouldn't be bad. That would that would be, be fun. Yeah, there's only two good South Park. Yeah, games, I was gonna though. say what are the other good ones? <laughs> no, I used to play that one. On, one was terrible. The sixty four one. The that game show. One I love that game. What that Chef's Love Shack? Yeah, Chef. Yeah, <laughs> I love that game. I never played it, but I'd be down to play it. Does anybody actually own it? I did, but then I sold the shit oh, like a dummy. <laughs> there's another one coming out this year. Um, Is I can't really? remember the name of it. I think it's called Snow Day or some shit. Oh, that's like going to oh. be like a online game or something. I don't probably I don't Battle Royale. It's, it's like way too late. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what other South Park games are there though? Besides those two, there's a bunch of shitty mobile ones, probably. Yeah, South Park '64. It's a first-person shooter. Yeah. Chicken gun or something, right? You had a plant yeah. yeah. or something. The cow gun. Boring. <laughs> it's boring as hell. I yeah. think there were two on the original PlayStation, Chef's Love Shack and something else. Is there a cart racer or something, maybe? That's yeah, that what I was right. assuming. Yeah. There must have been a cart racer, <laughs> but I don't know that for sure. Cartman's Just cart racer or something. Think of any shitty franchise game, probably like a brawler. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I want to say that clone. there was some... You guys might have already mentioned it, but I, there was some kind of... Uh, what is the name of that genre when you're defending tower defense? Tower defense. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure there was some kind of tower defense game with South Park. But no, that's all I had. Just powering through Spider-Man, Mario Wonder, Neon White. Good times. Need to get all those right. times better on Neon White, though. Yeah, you got yeah. to you got to give us some more uh, some more goals to bust. Yeah, yeah, I gotcha. There was a a South Park racing game called South Park Rally on the Dreamcast, the PlayStation, and the sixty four. Dang man, I gotta get that one. Probably. And then there was uh, on the (laughs) Xbox Live Arcade. There was South Park Let's Go Tower Defense Play. That must be what I'm thinking of then. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't milk that franchise even more than what they did. (laughs) Oh shit! South Park Pinball (laughs) on your on your phones. I guess I heard somewhere like Matt Stone and Trey Parker were like fucking bummed out that the N64 game sucked so bad. They're like, oh, man, this sucks because they like games. So. Yeah, I know they didn't want like any DLC or anything, I think, for the other games. But th- didn't the second game have some kind of DLC or something? I think it was free, but yeah. They had, they had a couple extra yeah, characters and stuff. Yeah. Oh, OK. Yeah, that's bad. cool. Maybe I'll get those games again. 
All right, Dark Side. You want to talk about uh, any games you've been playing, superhero or otherwise? Yeah, I haven't uh, played too much. Just a bunch of Spider Man. Um, I did play uh, the arcade uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Turtles in Time. Um, I got that uh, collection, the Turtles collection on the PlayStation Five. So I played through that. Oh, the Cowabunga collection. Yeah, the Cowabunga collection. Yeah. Um. If if you like turtles, that's a really good game for it. Um, it it's got uh, something like thirteen of the old school games. Half of them are arcade games, and the other half are like sixty four or Super Nintendo. Or, I'm sorry, not sixty four. The uh, original Nintendo, Super Nintendo, and Game Boy. Um, I haven't got through all of them yet, but you know, they're fun games, and they are. I, I'm a huge fan of uh, side scroller beat 'em ups, so it's right up my alley. And it's got that rewind feature. Like, I played through the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on the NES, which is, like, notoriously difficult. But with uh, with the rewind feature, you know, it makes any game, like, <laughs> you know, instantly beatable. So, yeah, it was fun. And, it, yeah, all the little extras they do and stuff, it, it was really cool. Yeah, I feel yeah, like any time a collection doesn't have rewind, they, they, they fucked up. Yes. <laughs> that should be mandatory these yeah. days for those. Or save states or something. Now that you say it, did the, the Metal Gear Solid That's collection what I was have rewind? Ask. I guarantee it did not. No, no there's no way. <laughs> they they put minimal work into the first. Yeah. <laughs> that would be so cool if it did. I think rewind, though, really only works for like 16-bit and older because like on the Nintendo Switch Online, the N64 games do not have the rewind feature because I... I don't well, know the technical reasons, but yeah, why wouldn't it work? It would just be rewinding what you did because there's there's like games that are that come out nowadays that have a built in rewind as part of the mechanic. Probably, oh, they. Right? I mean, I don't know. I mean, not oh no, like, not like an interface like, like a, Prince of Persia. Yeah, yeah the Prince of Persia type mm. mechanic, you know, where you just like run back what you did, you know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I would imagine it probably has something to do with it. when it's not built into the game's mechanic, you're like storing the whole game or something. It's probably, I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe but... something to do with like harder to deal with those kind of ROMs and emulators and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Or at but... least is there a save state? That's enough, right? Save yeah. state's usually enough, but the, refine, the rewind feature is. Uh, <laughs> the rewind a lot makes nicer. it smoother. It makes yeah. it smoother. Because I, I think I was playing. Uh, what Forza Horizon whatever five and there's like a built-in rewind if you like screw up a turn, you just hold like whatever button. Oh and yeah, it rewinds yeah. Back yeah some ra- racing games feature in yeah. racing games. Yeah, hopes noobs, you know. But Brian, you were mentioning the first nin- Nintendo uh, Turtles game, which yeah. I never actually beat. I had it as a kid. Oh, never I never beat, beat it, it either as a kid. Hell no, it's hard. But. The game, uh, the Kyle Bunga collection has a feature where you can just watch the computer play the game and they're perfect <laughs> at everything. And so you can watch it and then fast forward it to the end of the game. And I finally saw that fucking ending. And it's I, boring as fuck. <laughs> I want to say, too, can't you like jump in and take over then if you want? Like, yep. yeah. While you're yeah, watching it, you can just jump in whenever you want. Yeah. Yeah. That is, that is pretty cool. Yeah, that's a cool feature. It reminds me of like when you used to play sports games and you could just like put the computer against each other and watch it like it was a real game. <laughs> yeah, Muff still does that to this day. He just <laughs> he, he's like, Oh, I've been playing Madden for seven hundred hours. Like he just watches the computer play each other. <laughs> um, outside of that, what else did I play? I played uh, I've been playing Dead Island, uh remastered on the PlayStation Four. Uh the reason that I'm playing this bullshit game is uh 
my brother and I and our friend Matt, we like to do co-op games together. And Dead Space, or not Dead, Dead Island. Did I say Dead Space before? I meant Dead, Dead Island. Island. You said Dead Island. Okay. I keep fucking that up. Every time I talk about Dead Island or Dead Space, I keep saying the wrong one. Anyway. Just say Dead Rising from now on. That's right. Know. Dead Rising. I'll just say that. <laughs> so um, the collection of the first and the the Riptide game, second game, um, was like $5 on the PlayStation Network. And uh, Matt really wanted to play um, The Lords of the Fallen, the sequel to the one that came out a few years ago. So he bought it full price for $60. God damn. And... Because Darkseid and his brother are known for being extremely cheap, we were like, fuck that shit. We're going to play Dead Island instead. <laughs> and uh, so we bought Dead Island and started playing that. And uh, that's a pretty fun game. I, I got the Platinum on the PlayStation 3 already. Um, but playing it again, it's still fun. It's got some really... It's a really shitty side quest, though. Um, you could tell it's a old playstation 3 game with just by the side quest just as an example like there's people are like oh you know like the zombie apocalypse has happened and you're on an island and everyone's like oh i'm so thirsty can you go get me some water and so they're literally like two steps away from an energy drink that's sitting there that you can pick up and use to regain your health but they're like just crying for water so you go get a couple bottles of water and they're like liters of water and you bring them to the person and they're like, oh, thank you. I'm still so thirsty. Bring me more water. You can bring this fuck like 50 bottles of water. This sounds kind of like you, you for more. that you're describing right now. We're like, there's just water like right next to him. And he's like, please, bring it's over there. Please bring it to me. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. But... And a milkshake and orange yeah. juice and a coffee. <laughs> yeah, the Denny's waitress just like, please, please, I've brought you so many beverages, just never satiated. Darkseid has her on retainer. He's just constantly getting drinks forever. Listen, all right, my faults aside. You know James, what you want. That's right. I know what I want. But well, uh, You want the extra milkshake out of the... Whatever silver tumbler. You're gonna bring me the extra tumbler, right? (laughs) That's the craziest request I've ever heard. (laughs) At a Denny's. I am who I am, all right. No, that was that was pretty awesome. I'll give him that. Very memorable. What was her response? She gave it. She said yes. She's like, if I'm gonna get a tip, you know, it better be like 20 bucks yeah. or whatever. She was going to leave it anyways. I was just impatient, you know, like I was an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> Sorry, Darkseid, you were saying. Where was I? Something. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Anyway, water bottles. Yeah, the side quests are r- really weird. Um, another one of guys just like he wants food, but there's literally a, a, a vendor like in another room that will sell food. You know, so like none of the real the side quests make sense. It's all like very obvious and stuff that don't need to be side quests. Just but filler. It's still fun. Yeah, it's filler shit. But it's four player co op, and so that's why we're playing it. Was but. the was the first Dead Island game was it that well received? Because my recollection is that it was kind of hyped up, but then when it came out, it was kind of a flawed game. So I'm surprised it garnered enough attention to get a remaster. Yeah, so the the first one had a really, really uh, cool, dramatic trailer that was played in reverse, you know, of uh, 
you know, a family basically getting attacked. And so it piqued everyone's interest. And then when the game came out, it was an RPG hack and slash that had a tongue in cheek tone. And so it was very, very different than what everyone is expecting. Um, not to say that it's bad. It just was different than expectations. And uh, it is buggy as fuck still to this day. And, uh, but it's fun. You know, it's, you get to build a lot of, pick up a lot of parts and build weapons and stuff like, uh, you know, have a, a machete that electrocutes zombies or sets them on fire, stuff like that. Nothing too crazy or complicated, but it's, it's dumb fun. But outside of that, I haven't really been playing anything else besides Spider-Man. And I'll move on to Neon White tomorrow. So you have not played Neon White at all yet? You're going to nope. start that tomorrow? I still got the cellophane on. I'm going to take it off tomorrow. You're in for a good time, man. <laughs> I hope so. You guys have been hyping it up. <laughs> really just Melvin. Yeah, I was going to. Yeah. Who else has been hyping <laughs> up that game? I, I mean, mean, I've been yeah. playing it. But well, when, when you guys are talking about it as much as you have been, that's hype. Like you don't maybe you haven't been saying good things, but I haven't been reading okay. it. But, <laughs> yeah, but you've been talking a lot about it. They yeah. they have they're having fun, man. It's not a bad. Don't, game. don't let them deny you. The story to me just didn't. I mean, Spiral didn't like it either, and he actually watched the whole thing. So like, I don't feel bad for skipping it. There's a fast forward button, so it's not like I'm actually doing much more than hitting the button that fast forwards the dialogue. <laughs> so I'm not really feeling too bad. Mm. They yeah, knew so- it sucked, so they let me hit a button to fast forward <laughs> it. Yeah, so our, our next episode, stay tuned, full deep dive on Neon White, where we'll fully shit on it a little more than what we're doing right now. <laughs> um, otherwise, I think we've concluded our, our discussion on superhero games. Muff is missing in action from his uh, his podcasting station, so I'll go through the social media stuff. You can find us at Gmail, Beat of the Month at... Well, no, you don't find us there. You send us an email, beatofthemonthgmail.com. Send us episode suggestions. Send us general questions. Give us any feedback. We would love to hear from you. Uh, otherwise, you can find us on social media, on Twitter, Beat of the Months, and then everything else, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Beat of the Month. Um, an update. Th- so we had mentioned before there was another podcast, Beats of the Month, which was uh, somebody who played like therapeutic music or something like that. So... I don't know if she's still around or not. She had like one 30-second long episode in the last two months, so we may have finally defeated her. But don't get confused <laughs> if you look on social media and you find anything from her. Um, you want the video game podcast, no- nothing else. So, yeah, Muff, Muff, Muff shut her down. But anyway, I, uh, I think this is going to do it for this week. As stated, Neon White next episode, and then we've got some more fun stuff planned as we uh, gear up towards the end of the year. But, uh, yeah, this has been Beat of the Month Podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next episode. Peace out, y'all. See ya. Peace out. Bye.